Keep It Classy is made possible by the generous support of listeners just like you. Like they just said, listen, I'm not going to hurt your kid. I'm not going to hurt. I'm not going to physically hurt them, but I'm going to take them. I'm going to traumatize them and I'll give you $10 million. Done. And then I have two more kids and be like, you live a happy life because your, your older sibling suffered. Done. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Keep It Classy, your first stop for all things fighting games. Now listen, if you like the podcast, feel free to check out our website at keepitclassy.podbean.com or drop us a line, keepitclassypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the classiest podcast on the internet. You are listening to round number nine of Keep It Classy, your first stop for all things fighting games. Welcome back. We are so happy to have you. As always, I'm your host, Keith Barletta, a.k.a. Pac Bell, and with me is the wonderful co-host, Mr. David Ivey, a.k.a. Savage. Hello, hello. What is up, Savage? How you doing, man? I am, uh, <clears throat> I'm all right, I'm all right, I'm still, uh, I'm still trying to wrap my head around, you know, Arcana Hearts 3, you know, but I, I got, I figured out some weird shit, you know, that they got going on, you know, I will say this, that game has made me appreciate every other fighting game community I'm a part of. <laughs> well, we're going to jump right into that in a second, <laughs> so. but first, a little bit of what you can expect from us this episode. We are going to talk about our, our progress in therapy and how we're coming along here. As with last time, Savage and I have picked several games that are outside of our comfort zone to play 100 games with, and we'll keep you guys updated as we go through the podcast. Now, we're going to talk about the epitome of classiness from Mr. Mike Z. We're going to talk a little bit about Winter Brawl. It just happened. Our main topic for today is going to be panic and the thoughts that should not be going through your head during a match, as well as the history of a comeback in fighting games, and how you can make it happen. And this week, for our character of the week, we have the Uncharted champion, Mr. Nathan Drake from PlayStation All-Stars. Yeah. Oh, man. He's the best, Rock and dude. load. All right! <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's ever gone a barrel! Nathan <laughs> Drake, man. He's the Indiana Jones for, you know, the, the skinny jeans generation. You know what I'm surprised about? Why, uh, I would have rather had Tomb Raider in that game. <laughs> oh, so, you know, because no one, uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> Let me just say, the deepest, darkest flaw of the whole PlayStation All-Stars game is, PlayStation has never had a mascot, <laughs> like, <laughs> Anything close to a mascot they had, it was Solid Snake, and he was in Smash Bros. <laughs> so, like, so when they said the game, I'm like, this is just a failure off the bat. You know what? I'm like, and they pulled a Melgar Solid too. You were like, oh, Snake's gonna be. He's like, no, not Snake. Even better, Raiden. I'm like, that's not better. We learned that lesson. <laughs> He's like, but he can kick with his sword. Uh, but yeah, so if you, if you guys want to get in touch with us, again, we're on iTunes. Check us out. Uh, give us five stars. Review us. We love hearing the commentary you guys have to give to us. And, uh, we love the support. You know, everyone's been, been very supportive of all we've been doing out here. And we really, really appreciate it every time, uh, 
Someone tosses us an email, which you can send all emails to keepitclassypodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to leave us a little commentary, you can check it out on our website, keepitclassy.podbean.com. So why don't we – okay. So you can talk – why don't you start with yours? So we've been doing therapy here, we call it. And for Savage, or well, I did Street Fighter X Tekken, so I'll I'll go second. But you, can. well, I mean, you, I mean, you win the pissing contest on that one. I went. <laughs> I mean, the games I'm playing. All right, I'm like, all right, all right. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm still, I haven't even touched Battle Fantasia yet, but I'm gonna go Arcana Hearts Three, Battle Fantasia. I played a little Battle Fantasia. I'm like, okay. This is a simpler game. I'll, I'll do that one last after the frustrations of Arcana Heart Three. And once you get through the weird kind of fetish thing you got going on with the characters, I got my characters, I've got it down to like two bitches that I might be on. Okay, I can do this. I got I got a, a weird squirrel bitch that's riding a dog. It has a bird. I'm like, okay. She kind of makes sense to me. It'll work that. I got this little midget bitch with half of a doll in a box that she lets out that bites people that I just today figured out how how that doll really works. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's pretty awesome. All right, I get that. Like, it's weird. It's, it's such a weird mechanic. And like I said... How's that all... homing button treating you? You said the homing <laughs> button was driving you crazy. Dude, okay, first of all, I finally stopped hitting it on accident and getting myself killed. To the computer, <laughs> okay? <laughs> the computer's like, oh, you made a mistake. Dead. I'm like, oh, dude, come on. Like, all right, so right now... I will say this flat out. This game has made me appreciate all the other fighting game communities I'm a part of because finding information for this game is more difficult than I've had to do. It's, it's, it, I feel like I'm doing this on dial-up again, you know? Like, oh, man. I'm, like, I'm like searching. There, there's places, but like in all the other games I play, I'm like, oh, man, I got to look up some combos for Carl. Let me just go to Dust Loop, go to the Carl forums, Take my pick. Everyone's got something to say. Oh, I got a question. Type it in 15 minutes later. Answer. Arcana yeah. Hearts 3, I'm like digging through this shit. I'm like, am I going to end up on a fetish site before I get my answer? I don't know. <laughs> how much porn am I going to... The real question is, how much porn are you going to go through before you get the information you want? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to learn this bitch. And I'm like, you don't want to learn this bitch. This guy posted this video on this chick, and this dude is just a combo video of him kicking ass, but he doesn't say anything on how he did it. He's like, hey, I'm just badass, dude. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't make any sense to me. So finally, she makes sense to me. Now, what I'm going to do, because, you know, I'm, I'm like a night owl. You know, I, I work the night shift. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get up early tomorrow. I'm going to get up at, like, 10 fucking morning. I'm going to spend all day trying to find a match online for this fucking game. Is it really that hard to find a match for Arcana Heart? I couldn't find a match. But, you know, it was like it was like 10-ish at night, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, maybe, you know, maybe the junior high kid that was jacking off this with the bed, right? So I'm like, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was hard. I'm just so angry. It's so... <laughs> it's just bare bones. This is it. Like, I, at least I found a site that has the combos. I don't make... They're like, here are the combos. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm looking at this. Whatever. Well, I'm getting there. It could be worse, man. You could be playing Street Fighter. <laughs> I know. All right, let me just say, for all the bitching I'm doing, I'm still like, this is pretty fun. Well, all right, Street so... Tech in. Ugh. 
<laughs> so here it is. So I, I actually, uh, I think you're still in the midst of doing your 100 games, right? Mm-hmm. I finished my 100 games with Street Fighter X Tekken, and I, uh, uh, first of all, I feel, I feel disgusting. I feel, <laughs> I feel like I just bathed in shit, you know? But, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I feel, I don't, it's not even an accomplishment. There's nothing, there's nothing. I feel empty inside. And I, I think that I can safely say, and I've played Mortal Kombat versus DC. I've played, like, <laughs> some of the weirdest, most ridiculous fighting games on the planet. Like, I played, uh, fucking, what was that game? Uh, like, I played Battle Arena Toshinden. I played... <laughs> That fucking uh, twenty that twenty twelve game that's like a that that you move in three directions because it's like you're in a three D cube and there's oh, a dude uh, with the flat Force twenty twelve. I played that piece of shit game. <laughs> I played that shitty Final Fantasy fighting game where you team oh, up. Guys. I can't. I have never played a worse fighting game oh. than Street Fighter X Tekken. And here's what you know. And we we uh, we we do a lot of jabs and barbs that are mainly directed at, at this game. Uh, and you know, before I go any further, I want you to think of all the positive things about this game, okay? And I want you to imagine for a second that you're playing Street Fighter X Tekken, but it's not with Street Fighter characters, and it's and there's no Street Fighter characters, and there's no Tekken characters. It's just it's just polygons and stuff. It's there's there's nothing, isn't there? Isn't there? It's boring as fuck, and and it's a shame because you know I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, why do people like this shit? And then I sit and I dump someone on my head with Zanjeev and I lick their butt cheeks, and I'm like, oh, because the characters are what bring people into this game, and that's that's fine, but never. Ever in the hit, because not just that, you know, uh, I'm actually, from watching the shit that they've done to the Tekken characters now that I'm uh, playing more Tekken, I'm a little offended at how Capcom portrayed some of the Tekken <laughs> characters. You Thank know, like, you. It's, it's a little, like, they took some hardcore people and they made clowns out of them. And ne- there's no other game I've ever heard of, including the DC universe games and those kinds of things where you take such epic characters and you make them so boring. It's bo I mean, right? Like it's, there's, you have these iconic characters that, and it's what brought everyone to this point is the history of both of these games. And then you get there and there's nothing. And not only that, but it just, I, 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 I feel like I'm a worse fighting game player after playing this game. You know, I, I feel like I've learned things that are terrible for me. You know, I've learned terrible habits. You know, it's like, yeah, it's it's like it's like be. I, I don't know. I I got away with the kind of shit that you should never be able to get away with in a game. And you know what it was? Was once I stopped trying to improve myself with that game. <laughs> once I was like, you know what? Fuck the weak shit. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna learn links. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jumping heavy kick lariat. Jumping pile driver, light me, uh, jumping body splash, light medium heavy launch. I won constantly. And I, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. I feel like it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. Cause I'm like, I, because then you play other games and I'm like, this is so, 
retarded. Like I've, 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 I've dulled my fighting game senses by playing this game. And, and, uh, you know, I know people like it, but again, I'm telling you, I'm asking you why, and it's not the mechanics. I can, I can almost guarantee you, you're like the, the things that make you feel good in that game is is watching the 500 pound Russian dump a little girl on her head. It's got nothing. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with it being a good game. Like if you take, uh, a, a, I mean, even if you take um, a different game, I'm gonna just fuck it. Skullgirls. If you take Skullgirls again, I love this game, so I'm gonna keep talking about it. And it doesn't matter, like uh, you know, what the characters look like. I mean, it does if you're trying to pick a character, but the game will still be fun and interesting and to watch even if it was just black and white polygons with no nothing on them because the options are interesting the mechanics are interesting and it doesn't reward you for shitty for playing like shit from a low to a medium level of play are you trying to say rewards you for being a better player it doesn't reward you for being a better player that's what i'm saying once i stopped trying to be better i did better you know what I mean? Like once I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna cheese this dude out, and everyone else, I'm gonna just, just do the most obvious cross-ups. I'm just gonna mash light, medium, heavy, special move, light, medium, heavy, special move, over and over again. It, it was, I, I won constantly, and it was so, so sad, you know. So, and I didn't notice, not a single gem was noticed that day. Oh. Uh, that's right, because you're you're not in a tournament, so you can use gems. Yeah, no, I I didn't give a shit about the gems. I didn't notice the gems. They did nothing for me, uh, you know. And and as a matter of fact, like my team comp didn't really do that much for me either, because when you have an auto combo, all you need is a hit confirm, and you're pretty good, you know. You need to know one special move for each character, and you need to get a hit confirm, and you can deal a quarter of their life and damage regardless. You know, it's 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 just uh, so that's I'm sad. I'm sad. Sad. <laughs> and you know what is now I'm playing Tekken Tag Tournament too. There we go. And it's so much better. It's a it's a breath of fresh air. I broke up with my ex and I just started dating the love of my life. <laughs> it's just. Uh, but I'm sorry. What were you gonna say? I uh, I'm sad. I'm no, I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm just. I was gonna thank you for taking that bullet. Because as soon as you're like, we should do 100 games. I'm like, listen, I will dig up anything off the internet to not play Street Fighter X Tekken. <laughs> and uh, and I did. And you know, it's it's weird. It's creepy. I you know, I I I might have spent half of yesterday playing a big titty uh, Exorcist with a bunch of sisters. That might have happened, but. I did not want to kill myself myself like when we did the the two v two on Street Fighter X Tekken. Yeah, yeah, that so. made me want to kill myself. But now I am playing Tekken Tag Tournament two. They have free fucking costumes that you can do yourself. Everything about Tekken Tag Tournament two, that game is the pinnacle of paired fighting. It's the pinnacle of two v two fighting games, right? It's pretty goddamn awesome. And not only that, we talked about it last last session or uh, last uh, podcast. That game's fun to lose, right? Me and Savage got drunk on sake, plum wine, and this really shitty stuff called Sweet Revenge, and we still played that game and lost every single match with characters we didn't know what the fuck we were doing with. And we still had a good time because it's 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 just fun. It's fun to play and to lose with. It, you know, you feel like you can you there's you can see the depth 
and you know that you know you learn a combo, it, it means something to you. You know, you can't yeah, just get cheesed out by some fucking shitty fucking two year old with fireballs and short. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. I, I feel it. I feel it. My only thing is, I want to say that. He, oh, here, here you go. Here's, here's my fucking crazy old man beef. You know, with like, you know, you just got this on ridiculous thing. Like, unridiculous. Is that a word? I made that up. You make this ridiculous. You have this crazy like, fuck that guy because you know, ten years ago he didn't he didn't share a cookie with me in in high school or something. Yeah. No. I, I can't. I refuse to go down that rabbit hole again because I I bought Tekken Four. I bought the guy to Tekken Four. I took Jin. I put his rave outfit on, and I beat bitches to death for like two years. <laughs> like I just I mean that game. I'm like I'm moving. It's 3D. I, I was I'm like I'm pushing people on the walls. I'm giving niggas concussions. I played that game. <laughs> And then Tekken Five comes out. They're like, "We're going back to 2.5. We're not. We're not doing 3D. We're going to do two and a half D. That's what people want." I'm like, "Are you kidding me, dude? Everything I've done over the last two years is just gone. Just gone because you don't like going outside the box. Well, fuck you. I'm going home." But I, it, but you know what? Even in spite of that, Namco cares about its fans. It this game drips with it. You know, there's there's like. There's an ending, an animated ending for every character, and it's different style. It's like they pulled in like six different artists to do different things. Some of them are anime, some of them look like it's Little Big Planet, some of them are 3D. It's fucking awesome. Some of them look like comic books. They have these incredible endings for all these characters, and it's like I, <laughs> I played that game in arcade mode, and I got gold so I could unlock costumes, but not just a costume like, oh, we did a costume for you. They're like, you could do anything you want. So I got King, and I gave him stunner shades and a pink suit of armor that's pink and gold, and I called him Party King, and he has a bear that sits on his forehead and blows bubbles. Yeah, that happened. I put all that shit together myself, and then I made it for his tag. I took Paul, I gave him a top hat and a tux jacket, I gave him hipster shades, and he has no pants and boots, and he has balloons strapped to himself, and I call him Party Paul. That happened too. I did that for free, boy. I did that for free. It's yeah. so fucking sweet. I will give them. I will give them props on this. The only thing Namco could do to make everything better is if they pulled a fucking what was it? Uh, Virtual Fighter Five, where they had the where they went and and dug up the the guys that were still playing Virtual Fighter and copied their styles. And then you go around and the whole thing is like it's a game inside the game. It's not arcade mode. You go, there's a map of Japan, you go to real arcades in Japan, and you fight AI versions of, like, some of the best players, and you work your way up. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. And then you make money, and then you can make costumes. They're not as ridiculous as Tekken costumes, oddly enough. But if, if Tekken had taken that from Virtual Fire 5 and put it in their game, I would say just buy the, just buy it to support them. Yeah. Well, and not only that, they're doing some cool stuff with the game. I'm going to touch on it briefly once more, and then we're going to move on. The Tekken Tag uh, Tournament 2 does actually has one of my favorite things where they prepare you for online play with offline play, where what they'll do is is they set it up in arcade mode where you – and you don't even realize it's happening, and they'll put 
they'll put basically imaginary names and imaginary win loss ratios. They'll they'll save your win loss ratio and they'll make an imaginary win loss ratio for various opponents that you come up against in arcade mode. And so you kind of don't know whether you're playing online or offline. It's always offline. It's always a trick. But it gets you used <laughs> to the idea of because if you think about it, the difference between playing a computer and playing someone online. I mean, honestly, aesthetically, is you see their name and their win loss ratio. That's about it. Like that's that's pretty much the only gap. It might there's still varying skill levels. Uh, there's still people who do predictable shit, people that just throw it out there. You know, there's still varying styles, but really, they're doing a good job of making you uh, grow accustomed, whether you like it or not, to playing online. They're they're focusing you towards playing online and learning the game better. Uh, and they have a replay mode. Uh, I put on replays in the background for any character I want. It's fucking, I can I can go on for days. But that game is fucking awesome. Pick it up, play it. I'm gonna keep playing it. That's my next hundred games, and uh, and uh, you know we'll keep you guys updated for uh, for next time. So next, we talked last week. The the breast cancer drive was over, and we uh, the results are that Super Smash Brothers Melee, not Brawl, will be Evo's eighth game, and Skullgirls as the runner up is gonna be. They're gonna display their top eight. Now, Mike Z released released a video. Mike Z is the uh, uh, he's the creator of Skullgirls. I guess, and or I, I guess he's their spokesperson, co- co-creator. Like? Yeah, he's but he's like the face, you know. He's the face of Skullgirls, you could say. You know, like you see him out there. I mean, right? Is that? Yeah, the hairless face because he is bald. Yeah, he's bald as shit now. But he used to be a Blaze Blue player, and and now, and he posted a video on uh, on uh, YouTube about um, once the drive is over, Skullgirls lost. He made a. A really poignant comment. Look it up. It's just Mike Z's parting words at the end of Evo 2013. And he uh, he he talks about us all being a part of the same community here. Like we're all fighting the same battle, and that's exactly what this podcast is is trying to advocate here. We're all trying to go for the same thing here. So when all said and done, he said, you know, we need to support melee whether you like it or hate it. It doesn't matter what games are at EVO. We need to support them. You know? You know? So, yeah, yeah it, it's, 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 you expected him to rage, and he did the classiest thing of the year, when he's like, you know what, my game lost, but we raised $200,000 for breast cancer research, and you know what, the, we're gonna have, like, that's a huge step for the fighting game scene. It's a big deal, yeah. and, and, uh, and we should support it. And I wholeheartedly support him. No, you know, you know, okay. you know I, I hate to say this for the guy that ran the Tanger forums, uh, you know, Dustlip, uh, but Mike Z is quickly becoming my hero. Like, uh, he's, he's weird. He's got that, he's got that hardcore nerd rage when you need it, but he's very, <laughs> but he, he, he can be so classy. Like, we sent, we sent an email, like, let's talk about the classy thing that Mike Z said, <laughs> Mike Z doesn't say anything classy. <laughs> You're talking crazy. I'm, I'm gonna go here, and he's gonna be give us that awkward, you know, nerd rage. And it was just, it was so perfect. He's like, he he was, it was so classy. He's like, yeah, you know, we lost, we won, we we all together won 200 grand for breast cancer. And you know what? He's like, we we may be enemies when we're fighting, but we're friends when it's over. And I'm like, that's so classy. But fuck. Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> and like he's so, I'm like, ah. 
And I, you know, I'm just glad he said it because there's no way I can go out there and be like, oh, yeah, Smash Bro, that's so awesome. Like, no, I can't. <laughs> I cannot do it. I can't. It's like if someone came up to me, and I love this game. It's like, well, it's just fun to play. But someone was like, we're going to have, we're going to go to Evo. We're going to take Dragon Ball Tentaichi there. I'm like, what? I can't support that. No. <laughs> I can't. There's certain things I cannot do. But it's, but the point is, is that kind of, this has never happened with the fighting game community before. 200 grand for a charity from a fighting game tournament? That's incredible. We did pretty good with the, with the Japanese, um, the one when they had the, the, the tidal wave. Oh, yes, for, uh, well, they did, that, you're, you're right. They did do a good one when they had the tsunami. They uh, got like, that came out, yeah, that was like what? They took them like a couple, like two weeks or so to put that together and they still made like 40 grand. Like, yeah, no, they made a lot of money for, for that. And, and it's, they're, we're doing, we're on the right track here. And Mike Z has the right attitude. He's got the right attitude that we want to encourage you at home to take that if you hate the game you love the game you got to remember that we're all trying to push the scene forward and uh so so with that let's talk about pushing the scene forward did winter brawl how did winter brawl do you know how do we do at winter brawl this year because uh all right what what, before we talk about what we hate what do we like because no i'll I'll say i loved it all right all right i loved it all right i still I still think that they just need to. Well, I won't go. I'll go into that later. But I love that they had they had seven streams. I know it sounds like shit, but I got to pick which games I wanted to see. They put Blaze Blue on. I, I'll say what my problems with that later. But I'm happy that Blaze Blue was there. They had Persona was there. Smash Bros was there. Uh, <laughs> they even they even had a little baby stream for Arcana Heart that has had just the weirdest guys in it. But it was all there. So I'm like, all right, cool. Tekken was there. You know, Street Fighter's Tekken was there. And like, was Virtual Fighter 5 there? Yep, Virtual Fighter 5 was yeah. there. I think they even had Soul Calibur. I don't they know. Had, they had the whole eight-way run did it, all the 3D games. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this is perfect. Like, I, you know, I spent like a good chunk of just running those, those finals in the background and the ones I didn't watch just, you know, to check them out. And I'm like, this is pretty fucking awesome. I love this. <laughs> Yeah, and I, you know what, I liked that as well. Like, I liked the, um, I liked that the streams were separated, but I just wish that, uh, uh fuck, I, I just wish that the scheduling was a little bit better and that you could see it a little bit easier. You know what I mean? Like, the, the seven streams is fine, but you know what, I, I really don't want to have to pick which of my children I love more. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I don't want to be like, okay, I could either watch Little Billy Blaze Blue go to his fucking basketball game or i could just uh i could go to watch you know little sally street fighter you, you know, know in her in her fucking volleyball game but they're both at the same time and i can only watch one it's you know what you got you gotta do like my granddad did he's he had he had he had what it's like 11 kids he had like 11 kids he's like come here kids i want you to understand something because i heard you guys saying this here's the point Yes, I do have a favorite. There's just no denying that, okay? (laughs) (laughs) There's no denying it. I'll never admit to you which one it is, but we all know I have a favorite. Now, (laughs) that being said, (laughs) I'll do my best to take care of all of you. 
But I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. You have a favorite, all right, Pac? Yeah. You know who it is. And you know how to make that hard decision. Uh, but I shouldn't have to. Like, why do I have to? You it's know, why? why I, I, I get it. Like, I like, I like, okay, mainstream, off stream, weird stream. Like, that's about as far as I go. Like, mainstream, you got Street Fighter and, and Marvel. Off stream, you got a couple 3D games. You got a couple Arc System games. And then weird stream. You've got <laughs> Arc System and fucking ponies, My Little Pony fighting his magic, dive yeah. kick, whatever. It's over. It's over. But let's, let's, let's have a moment of silence for fighting his magic because that bitch is dead. Really? Then Hasbro, Hasbro sent out a cease and desist letter. What? Yep. Ah, uh, fuck. It's done, dude. I will not be able to zone people with cupcakes. Uh, PlayStation All Stars, but yeah, no, it's over. They still must cease and desist. That's oh, so sad. Yeah, but, they were like, they were like, we're not sure what to do. Hasbro doesn't want to do it. We want to do it for free, and they're like, no. Yeah. Well. Okay, so oh, now, I'm, now I'm even more sad. No, we're getting back to Winter Brawl. Okay. <laughs> Here's what I'll say that I that I did like about it, though. You know. They did, I, I liked the camera. There's one camera for the uh, fucking players, and it wasn't like – it didn't show the crowd. It was players. That's it. And then there's one camera for the crowd that <laughs> was awesome because they, they set it up in such a way that you had to choose to either be a dickhead on camera or watch the, or watch the matches. You couldn't do both. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so with that, like, you know – there was no dick bags with the fucking fedora do rag combo <laughs> standing in front of the camera. They everyone was watching the matches. It was great, but you still got to see the crowd get really hype over what was happening, unless you were in the Smash Bros room or or the fucking Guilty Gear room. And no one. Ca- it was so sad, dude. <laughs> All the chairs were empty. So, no, oh. like. Can I you talk just, about that? Can I just yeah, say that? Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> I'm watching the Blaze Blue thing, right? And you see everyone you normally see. You see the Rachel. You got the Lychee. I didn't see a Hazama. I'm all right. And I did see a Hakuman because Sparks wasn't there. So I'm like, you got your typical people. And then Arakune makes it. And to the finals, there was like, fuck Arakune. And I'm like, you silly fucking cocksuckers. There hasn't <laughs> been an Arakune in the top eight in, out, since like the first iteration of this fucking game. Yeah, Breaker Dave, man. Bring it back. And they were like, man, fuck that. I'm like, Breaker Dave is working so hard to fight against Lord Knight, who changed his name to the stupidest fucking thing ever, Lord K. Nigga. <laughs> See, it's like Lord Knight, but Lord Kniga. See? Yeah. It's like, and he still had that shitty Fresh Prince of Bel-Air flat top. <laughs> and, <it's, laughs> and they're just like, oh, man, fuck Arakune. I'm like, fuck Arakune. Are you kidding me? They're like, oh, he's just cursing him and he's over. Like, what are you going to do? I'm like, hit him with like she's big ass. Oh, she did. She hit him with her fucking stick. And all the bugs went away. That's crazy. Breaker Dave. And the Shoutcasters wouldn't even acknowledge it. Breaker Dave won that tournament versus his worst matchup. Yeah. And, Arakune, 
I mean, was, that's like someone winning a Street Fighter tournament playing Hakan or uh, what's that douchebag in the gas biker shorts? Oh, uh, Abel. Abel, yeah. yeah. It's like someone winning that tournament with Abel. Like, you, you, that dude went up against his worst, like someone that could hit him from halfway across the screen and knock him out of the air constantly. He faked him out, cursed him, and killed him. He fought so hard. And the shoutcasters are just like, oh, fucking Ar- I hate Arakune. I'm like, well, fuck you. I hate you, too. Well, <laughs> the guy, the main guy plays. Okay, so here's what I have to say about about this. Because, first of all, the fat guy in a hoodie commentary has to stop. Patent pending. Keep it classy. It's called fat guy in a hoodie commentary. <laughs> Anytime I see some fucking cocksucker without a tie on the stream, they're a fat guy in a hoodie in my eyes. I don't care what the fuck they're wearing. That's what they are. But you know what it really is? Here's the problem. The problem is, is when they're picking these guys, because they had fucking Diano on there, like from the Dustloop forums, who plays Bang, which is why he <laughs> probably hated Arakune so much. That's your fault. But, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, but like they got him because it's, you know what they're doing is they're looking at the wrong things when they're picking these guys, where you look at, you're like, okay, this guy's an expert player. Get him to shoutcast because he knows what he's talking about about the game. But it's not what you need like look at you know if you compare it to james chen and ultra dave or even those two dick bags who were shout casting tekken they're mm-hmm. obviously not professional players but they know enough about the game to talk professionally about it and their personalities are what serve the stream right yeah. you don't need players who are experts on the stream talking about the game it doesn't help you and it doesn't help people watching it it's just it's it's literally like you're sitting and watching a football game. I want you to think about this. You're sitting down, you're watching a football game between your favorite, you know, your favorite two teams, and then two bros just walk into the room and they're like, "Hey, bro, dude, I love football. Check this out. Oh man, look at the ball over there." So anyway, how you doing, dude? Oh, you know, just watching the game, drinking a bud. Oh, hey, who's this guy in the room? Whatever. Anyway, oh, touchdown! That was a sweet. Okay, so anyway, now that's so, and like it just goes on and on and on like this, and you don't. There's nothing, and, it, and it, it's it's maddening. You you almost wish there was silence. You know, when you have fat guy in a hoodie commentary is the poison bane of this community's existence. It's it's the poison. You have to find the people that have personalities for the stream who know enough about the game, and 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 that's really like knowing the matchups. That's about it. You know, you don't need to know that weird fucking Ryu link to to talk about a Ryu match. Yeah, you just got to know enough about the game. Yeah. I I just, like I said, I'm just, um, I'm just trying not to, um, to yell anymore. I was, because I was really excited. It's like, like, here's my problem with most Blaze Blue tournaments is one, no one really plays it because it's, well, the commentators called it. They're like, it's a dead game. Uh, yeah. Until, well, that's like that's, until, that's a shoutcaster on the stream saying that. Yeah, Why would you put a guy on the stream that says that shit, dude? He literally like, said that. I was, how, uh, what's your how, how fucking retarded can you be? He was mad because Arakune won, and he was like, "Well, whatever, you won a dead game, bro." And I'm like, "It's uh, so sad." And and not only that, like, I, saddest thing, and I I know it's not going to be this way at Evo, but I I really it. It looked like the one co- the, there was two dudes playing Smash Bros. Brawl, and then like one guy like stumbles in and he looks like he's lost and he like looks at the program <laughs> and he's like oh he's like hey so I'm looking for 
He's like, I'm looking for my room. I'm in like room 30. Oh shit, you guys playing video games? I love video games. <laughs> He's like, yo, can I play the next game? They're like, dude, shut the fuck up. We're in a tournament. He's like, oh, that's cool. Wait, a tournament? What? <laughs> for Smash Bros? And then he sits down, he watches for like five minutes, and he leaves. I'm like, oh. <laughs> this is like, so sad. By the time we accidentally, okay, for a record, we accidentally clicked on the, the, the Smash Bros stream, and they were doing a brawl fight, and maybe Melee will be better, but that shit was boring as fuck. Yeah. It was so boring, and I'm just, I can't, I just, how? How was it even an option? I would have, I would, I would gladly, first of all, let's all say, we all love titties, so we would gladly raise money to save titties in general, but I would raise so much money just to not, just, I would rather have my little pony fighting his magic there. I would rather fund the Kickstarter for that with my own money than have Smash Bros. at Evo. I just, I can't. It's gonna be it's gonna be boring and it's you know what like I said melee will maybe be different but you know as a closing note on Winter Brawl like we really we there's for these next it. few tournaments it was great like it was hype Tekken Tag Tournament Two is the game to watch though people <laughs> it's pretty fun to that, watch that game is was the hypest game next to Marvel uh, at Winter Brawl and it will continue to gain popularity. And it's it's go it's fucking awesome. The commentators are awesome because they're just people that care about the game and they love it and they want to see it succeed. There's no black exploitation commentary, and there's no fucking ridiculousness. There's nobody just there's no angry white guy and shitty Asian forum moderator. Like it's just you know the game is on the right track. Watch it. It's the game to watch in the upcoming tournaments leading up to Evo. It's pretty goddamn awesome, dude. And like. Everyone talks about comebacks, but I have seen the best comebacks in Tekken Tag. It's been crazy. Like the, yeah, they have the a comeback? perfect comeback mechanic in it. It's it's wonderfully well done. And it's the comeback insane. mechanic for those of you who don't know in that game is you have two characters. One character gets to low enough life. Your other character, whenever they come in, will do a little bit of extra damage for a short period of time. That's it. That's it. And then when that character gets to low life, the your other character gets a little bit of extra damage uh, for a short period of time. That's it, you know. It it that's pretty simple. Like that's that's perfect. Yeah, dude, it gets so tense because all you need is it's almost like a real fight where all you gotta do is make one mistake and you're gonna get fucked up. It is really you're like, okay, what's he gonna do? Oh god! All right, don't drop your def- defense, man. It's cool. He's not gonna sweep you. You don't you don't want to hit that. You don't want to eat that mid. Just just, just be cool. Everyone, be cool. It's tense. <laughs> it's so tense. And the and combos are cool it. to watch too. Like, that's cool. Kaka combos. You know, it's pretty awesome, man. You just see, uh, and every time someone gets hurt, they look hurt. They're like, I, it's never funnier than when you see someone get hit in the stomach in Street Fighter and they just walk it off. Someone gets hit in the stomach in Tekken, you see them grab her stomach and drop to their knees, like, oh. <laughs> Oh, so glad I didn't eat before I came here. Like <laughs> they look hurt, and it's just I don't know. It was it was just tense watching that shit. Well, so while we're on the subject of topics uh, of comebacks, let's move on to our main topic. Before we talk about comebacks, though, we're going to talk about Panic 
All right, something that Savage and I know very well, but we both experience in different ways. Panic is, and, and the thoughts that should not be going through your head when you're playing a match. Now, a lot of people, you know, we talked a little bit before in the show of what happens, the match is over, and you just, you know, the bad things that, you, that go through your head when the match is over. But what should not be underestimated as well is when you're in the match, what's poisoning your thoughts? What's poisoning the match while it's going on? So, Savage, what is the number one thought that is poisoning your mind when you play these games? <laughs> oh, man, you shouldn't have asked me that. <laughs> okay. it's, it's, it's literally don't eat that dick. It's literally like... <laughs> it's the work, because I'm like, okay. Because it, it depends on which game we're fighting, but it all boils down, down to don't eat that dick. And that dick could be anything. It could be the rape grab from Zanji from Street Fighter Four. It could be the magnetism from Tager and Blaze Blue. It just could be that gut check you get from Steve and Tekken. Like, it's just, but you know, you know, there's one thing that always leads to you getting fucked up. And you're thinking, I gotta keep that out of my mouth. Yeah. Well, just, and that's what, it, it is, it's poison because you're like, it blinds you to everything else. Yeah. Instead of, instead of thinking about, okay, I need to be more mobile. I need to be. I need to pay better attention so I can block better. You're thinking he's gonna come out there with that shoryuken. I got. I gotta make sure I eat that shoryuken, and you just catch everything else in the face, and then he still hits with your shoryuken after you're fucking frust- like flustered. Yeah. Well, so it's, I, like, it's like don't say apple. Don't say apple. Don't say apple. Okay, apple. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like. And you're constantly thinking, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose. You know, like, <laughs> don't let him beat me. Don't let him beat me. And it's, yeah, it poisons you. Because that's totally, you don't take risks. I'm telling you, that's the problem. The worst thing you can do, I'm telling you, it, it, it all depends on the game. But you you know that, uh, well, we don't have to call it dick. We can call it shame spear. Okay. <laughs> like, you know it's just going to end badly when, he, when you eat it. It's just, nope. You're thinking about the loss before it even happens. You're thinking about what that dick's going to taste like. You're thinking about what your <laughs> what your friends are going to say after they heard you ate it. <laughs> you know? well, well, if you post this on Facebook, I'll never hear the end of this. <laughs> it's just, I'm telling you, it's, it is the worst. It is the absolute worst. Because you just go in there like, I swear to God, just don't eat the magnetism. Is that a sledgehammer? Magnetize. What's on? There's that dick. Mm. Well, and you know what I, you know what goes through my head is you hit me preposterous. <laughs> you, know, like, you beat me absurd, and then I'm like, I'm, and then like I'm losing, and I'm like, I never lose. Like I don't. How could I lose to this? I don't. Doom doesn't get hit by fireballs, and then I get hit by fireballs. And I'm like, well, clearly fireballs are broken. Fuck this game. And I... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's, it's literally the two different things. And it's perfect. Because like I said, I'm always worried about <laughs> about eating the dick. You're like, dick doesn't hurt me. It can't even touch my shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I literally, I'm like, look, I can take a shortcut through this dark alley. No one's going to mug me. Come on. <laughs> Come on, look at me. 
Look at me. I'm fucking wearing wearing red panties. I got my shin hairs, and I'm, I got my Russian mohawk. Nobody's gonna fuck me up. Look at me. And then I got beat up by a Zumba chick. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. I, that's the problem. Like rushdown characters, like perfect because it's all about panic. <laughs> and like a rushdown character is like balls deep. I don't need like take my shirt off. We're fighting, bro. Just going for it and making you guess and trying to make you panic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strange. It's, it's strange. And like the worst part is zoning. You freak yourself out. Yeah. And we're rushed out characters. They're trying to freak you out. It's weird. I don't know how to describe it. Other and than, you, uh, if you're, if you're like me, you actually, uh, the thoughts that shouldn't be going through your head. I mean, in general, losing should never cross your mind. Like, even if it, and it's not in the way that it's like, oh, I'm never going to lose. It's the idea that if you're going to lose, it's going to happen. You should be thinking actively about what's happening during the match. Like, you know, the, the real difference between players who, uh, are professionals and players who are just really good is that players who are really good will have a few routines that they go through and they'll have a few, you know, like, oh, whenever he throws a fireball, I always do this safe thing. You know what I mean? But, a really professional player in the middle of a match will respond differently each time, each match to each problem that comes their way because they're just, their head is just in the match. There's no thinking about winning. There's no thinking about losing. It's just when, how you're going to get that next hit and how you're going to avoid that next attack. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're focused on how they can do better, not how they have to avoid that super weapon. The other guy has, or, <laughs> or how invulnerable they think they are. Yeah, it's there's there's no there's no thought about winning or losing is what it really is. Is they're just like I'm just thinking about how to get to my how how I can get to my next kill, to my next my next attack, how I can get past. And they do, and they think steps ahead. You have to be ready to Here's how you can tell. Here's here's a great way to tell if you're doing this properly. If you recognize patterns that your opponent is doing, your head is in the right place. Okay? If you're wondering why you keep getting hit by moves and you look at your stick and then you, like, try a special move just to make sure the special moves you were trying to mash out still work and then you, like, yell something and then you do that, like, like, you do that, like, smashing on the, on the, on the stick thing, your head's not in the right... None of that has to do with the match. You know what I mean? You're like, man, that special move should have come out. Oh, why am I getting hit? Him hit me? Preposterous. You know, like, <laughs> like it's, you got to stay focused on what your next step is. Yeah, because otherwise, step. you'll make the mistake I always make, and you fall back on bad habits. Yeah. I mean, I want <laughs> you to imagine if you could freeze the, freeze frame, the screen right there. Like, you can even do it if you play against a computer. Every now and again, just pause randomly. You know, just randomly pause and look at the screen and be like, okay. What would I do next if I unpaused it a second from now? You know what I mean? And once you can start doing that without pausing the game, like you can literally say in real time, this is what I should be doing next, this is what I should be doing next, this is what he's probably going to do, then your head is in the right place. Yep. And so this takes us to the second part of this topic, which is uh, how to make a comeback. (laughs) Well, you know, if you listen to the guys at uh, Shoutcast and Blaze Blue, 
All you need to do is you need to have Arcune curse them, and then you instant win. You know, that's all you gotta do for the comeback, bro. It's I'm so angry. That was so. They ruined it for me, man. No, it's it's, it's God. It's like yeah, the, that is the worst way to look at things. But you know what? We're gonna I, for my because I'm try I, I I was I was trying to think of all my favorite comebacks. And sadly enough, because he didn't do too well at, at Winter, I mean, he did okay, but, you know, he didn't win. Uh, w- uh, all of my comebacks, like, things that I love, all have to do with Justin Wong. <laughs> all of them. Like, really? You gonna, you gonna ignore Comeback Fiend with his suit and his ass kicking with uh, the white guy with dreads? Can I, can I just say real quick, just Spencer still upsets me to the point where it's like, okay, listen... <laughs> I'm going to give this guy a tan, a deep tan, and I'm going to give him dreads, but he's going to stay white, all right? <laughs> he has to still be a white guy, all right? He can have the dreads. He can be hard as nails. He can be dark. Not too dark. But dark. <laughs> but he's... He, I, as is, Spencer upsets me because he looks... Like, he needs to either be flat-out Mexican or black. What? They need to make a decision. And they're like, listen, that, games with darkies don't sell, dude. And so, and it's just, oh, I see it every time we play Marvel. It kills me. Every time I see Spencer, I'm like, that's a cool character. But I'm like, fuck that. It's, I can't. Yeah, I you can't. know what they should do instead? They should put a real black guy in there. You know, one with, like, the Rastafarian dreads and the headphones and the maracas. Oh. And then whenever he, like, and then he's got those big, like, pearly white smiles. And then he's got the accent where he's just rocking the beat. You know, and, and then he, and all of his storylines involve him selling his album. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it should I, be like that. You're right. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sorry. I got to... I got us off topic here. The point is, Combo Fiend is awesome. Comeback <laughs> stories. But, uh, oh, Justin Wong. He, well, yeah, I mean, you can look up Justin Wong stuff all day long. The best ones are obviously when he's playing Marvel 2. He's got, he's got nothing but comebacks. And whenever he's interviewed about comebacks, and Com- Combo Fiend too, they point out a really awesome thing that you don't really think about in fighting games. And, uh, here's the deal. No matter what health you're at, no matter how hurt you are, there, your chance of winning doesn't decrease as your health goes down. I want you to think about that for a second. Right? Your chance of winning does not decrease as your health bar goes down. Okay? And, I mean, it doesn't increase either. Your chance of winning in a fighting game stays pretty much the same throughout the course of the match. And that is what makes fighting games really, really awesome. Is because no matter what happens, as long as you have a pixel of life and you're smart, you can move through the game and and win the match. You know, you don't just do le- you don't get weakened. Your character doesn't do less damage as long if the further the match goes on. Your opponent doesn't do more damage the further the match goes on. No matter what happens. As long as you have a pixel of life, you stand to say, do you stand the same chance of winning as you did when you started the match? Now, that may be a very small chance if your opponent's better than you, but your chance of winning doesn't go down based on your health bar. That is what you need to, you need to take from this. 
It's it's true, man. Like that's I will give them this. The Marvel stream. Oh, that's the other thing I will say about Winter Brawl. Just take two steps back. Is they need to limit how many people go into Marvel, or they need to go balls deep and just run that stream until three in the morning, the first day. <laughs> yeah. Because their pools were still awesome. All right, I mean, I've been talking a lot of shit about you. I just but I do enjoy that fat bastard, and he <laughs> boom boom boom. He had boom, boom, oh. some games, man. Like they just came down to it, and like the comebacks were insane. Like he. I feel so bad. I feel so bad. Like he lost after he dropped the combo that he should that would have won the game. And his poor, I'm not sure if it was his girl. His agent just came up and just gave him a hug. Like, <laughs> like dog, you uh, whew, you went through some shit. You know? yeah. <laughs> but like the comebacks, he would never give up. He just waited. He's like, that's cool. I just gotta stop making mistakes. And he and like for 20 seconds. Yikes will stop making mistakes. Like, okay, focus. I the tiger. Yeah. No, and that's and that's the thing that makes these games so unique and awesome. Is if you're playing like a first person shooter, you're not dodging bullets, dude. Like, if his aim is good, you he's just gonna kill you. And the less life you have, the lower your chances of killing this guy in a firefight. You know, and it, it, I mean, I guess if your accuracy is good, but like in a fighting game, no matter how down you are, your chances of winning don't go down. And that's what makes fighting games so cool. Your life bar is literally a bar to measure how many mistakes you can make. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. And it all and your life bar is also a gauge of when you should change your tactics. If your life bar gets pretty low and their life bar stays pretty high, it's an indicator it should be an indicator in your brain that you need to do something different. And Stop in many cases, take like a pop. risk. People <laughs> think that it's like, oh, I need to I need to be safe now. But it's like, no, you need to just do something different. Throw something out there. You know? Don't don't change it up. Be drastic. You know? Oh, and Who yeah. was it? Who was it in the tournament? Not uh not Winter Brawl, but oh fuck. It was uh, I think it was like Wednesday night fights. And it was like a top level like this is like fighting for third place. I swear to God, this dude did a wake-up Shoryuken and won that match. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, he was like, well, we know, no pros going, oh, wake up Shoryuken! And I just... Now wake died. up Ultra! It was, uh, man, it came, no, that's right, it was with, uh, he was playing Sagat. Who, I can't remember who it was, but it was like, Sagat just stood up, did his nine-foot uppercut, and killed somebody. Yeah. And, and it that's, was, it never changes. Your chances of winning never go down. Like, people get discouraged when they have low a low life bar. I'm like, dude, just stop making mistakes. You know, you have the ability to completely negate damage in, in a fighting game. You know what I mean? Like, you can't stop a, like, in a first-person shooter, you have no way of negating bullet fire. Someone shoots you, you shot, dude. Like, <laughs> you shot and you're hurt. Like, Mama. Yeah, it's... <laughs> But in a fighting game, you have the ability to negate bullets. You have the ability to 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 prevent uh, yourself from losing more life. You know, it's never a guarantee that you're going to keep losing life if you're smart and you 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 can turn the momentum in your favor. You know, that's that. So that's what we want you to take away from this: is that no matter what, if you still have a life bar, the life bar is just an indicator of what you should be doing differently. If it's high, it means you know you should probably not 
change too much. You're doing pretty good. If it's low and theirs is low, you think, okay, well, um, I want to I I mix it up a little bit because obviously what I'm doing right now is going to get me killed at the rate I'm going here. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You inspired me. I want to go play Arcana Heart and maybe beat the computer this time. That's so sad, dude. Dude, I swear to God, it's been I don't know how many years since I've lost like to the like not like oh I gotta try again no lost. <laughs> Have you even gotten to the final boss? I don't know what she looks like. I'm getting my ass kicked that bad. It's literally <laughs> I'm like it's one of those things where I'm like oh man what's this? Is that bitch in a robot suit? Dead. All right, <laughs> I need to mix it up. Oh no, this robot suit's crazy. Up oh, dead. I'm like oh I, just, I can't. I Maybe mean, if I restart I'll find it someone different. Oh, superhero big titties dead. Oh, I'm done with this kid. <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't help if you uh, if your opponent is better than you. But your <laughs> and that's the other thing. Your chance of success is never zero. Always remember that. Yeah. Your chance of success, no matter where you are, is never zero. Okay. Always remember. The world's best swordsman doesn't fear the second best. He fears the worst. That's that's right. And you just have to be the worst <laughs> to his best, right? You got to throw that katana like a tomahawk. <laughs> It'll freak him out, I promise. Throw the wake-up shore, you kid. It'll be great. So, okay, so that's, so that's our main topic. And we're going to move on to our character of the week. Now, Savage and I, this is kind of a heated topic for us because... We've kind of had a little bit of a turnaround on how we feel about PlayStation All because we love PlayStation All Stars, right? But ironically, the more I play this game, the more I realize this game sucks for beginner players. <laughs> this game is awful if you want to learn how to play. It's so bad. It's so it's so like first of all, if you play in any sort of online game. I'm like, okay, like me and him, we're playing online. We're like, okay, let's just see who we get paired up against, you know? We'll do, let's do a match. Oh, my God, this guy's got 999 levels on fucking Nathan Drake. <laughs> I'm like, I'm level 30 on one character. And Savage is like, I've never played this guy before. And they're like, okay, this is clearly, this is about where you guys should be fighting at right now. I'm like, but we... I'll tell you, that game doesn't even do a ranking system. It's just there so you know not to feel bad. You know, like you feel like okay, you, you walk off the butt fucking after that one. Like he was level nine hundred ninety nine, I was level twenty. I walk it off. You know, like I, I, you know, I you know, I still stand by this. Nathan Drake would be awesome in free for all. He'd be balanced, not in two v twos. And I feel bad because I play Sackboy, and Sackboy, you know, fuck that. I'll say this flat out. I get, I played Nathan Drake once when we did 2v2 online. First time playing him, still almost won. Yeah. Like, against another, like, hardcore team that was way... And I mean, these dudes were better than us. <laughs> like, yeah. It was, it and was, I was like, I'm playing Dante. This is fun. And you're like, barrels, barrels. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, are you level two already? What? But I feel like Nathan Drake was balanced for free-for-all. Because he would get a couple of kills with those barrels, and everyone, three people would turn around and kill him, go back to fighting. Well, and you <laughs> would think, because the game's totally balanced around these three supers, and this is one of my fears about it, and I was like, oh, they got past it. It's it's better than that. 
Not really. It's like when it comes to online play, you're either free-for-all or you're 2v2. That's pretty much it when you go ranked. And so, like, that's that's the most common thing you're going to run up against. And so it's like, you, it, it's not fun and it's not balanced and, it, and it's really shitty for new players. Like, you, you want to learn how to play the game, but you can't even see what you're doing wrong. You know, like, I'm like... Yeah, I told, like, I was telling Savage, I was like, dude, we're going to do this again. I learned some Hihachi combos. I'm going to put my diaper on. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to fuck people with my buddy Bear. And then we're going to, we're just going to do this. So I went out. I learned a combo. I'm like, boom, I'm starting to do the con. I'm dead. Guy ran up behind me, supered me. Just that. And I'm like, okay, well, glad I learned that combo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see other things. I feel like, because I play, like, I play Sackboy. So I learned some Sackboy combos, and I feel like every time I play Sackboy, I'm like, let me get Radic, I'm going to throw grenades, I'm going to set people on fire, it's so simpler. Like, I feel you're like... Not, you're in spam. <laughs> That's what yeah. I mean, with Sackboy, I'm like, all right, cool. I feel like if I put the time in and really learn, I can do really well. But I feel like when I run into, like, Nathan Drake and, like, Radic and other characters that... The reward I get for learning how to play Sackboy really well is not nearly as hot. It's not, it's not worth it. I might as well spend that time playing every character, and that's a little upsetting. So let's talk a little bit about Nathan Drake then. Like, So this guy from Uncharted, he's the Uncharted character, uh, and he's basically just a fucking asshole in a Ned Hardy t-shirt and jeans and, with a revolver. Like, it's just... And here's here's the problem with Nathan Drake. First of all... All of his moves have crazy high priority. And I know they're thinking about nerfing him, but I swear to God, I don't know how this got even into the game. This He does a move where he kicks a barrel out at you, and if you get too close to the barrel, it trips you. If you hit the barrel when you're too close to it, it blows up on you. Okay? Yeah, it does. It's, it's, it's pretty terrible. And if you're thinking about a 2v2 match, you're fighting, and this barrel has, like, it does. it's not like this barrel just blows up after one hit. This barrel's got a couple hits of armor on it. So he kicks that barrel, that barrel is going, and it's going to cross the screen, and you better just get the fuck out of the way. And not only that, I mean, this is, uh, this is, one, <laughs> this is kind of what I would expect from a, from a dude with an AK-47, but whenever he <laughs> shoots his AK-47, your character stops dead in his tracks. <laughs> Whatever your character he was actually what he's doing it too. It's so man mode. Yeah, I'm like I. He's like yeah, good, 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 good. I'm like, there's no way a big daddy stops dead in his tracks when an asshole with an AK shoots at him. Like, but it does. I'm like, okay, any, you know, I get it. You shoot me with an AK. I should stop and consider my options. But yeah, he's uh, he's so hard to go up against. But, you know, you're right. I think in one versus one or in free-for-all, it's different because you can just – everyone can just mollywop him. But Yeah. I'm telling you, it's, I'm, I feel like all these characters are balanced around the fact that if they – like, in free-for-all, because like I said, we all turn around and be like, oh, make the drink dead. And then we go back to fighting like dogs, you know, but – well, so how do, you, like, how do you fight against him then? You know, like he's got – all of his moves have better priority than yours. He's got good range and he's got great stopping power. He's got a, he's really good at interrupting what you're doing at a distance. You know, he's really good at fucking with your rhythm. So how do you how do you fight against him? You know, my thing has always been it's you gotta be more disruptive with him. And like I said, I play Sackboy and Radic. So literally, it, when he has a grenade, 
I mean, not the grenade. He throws the barrel. I shoot it with my sniper rifle and blow up whoever's around it. Like, fuck it. Hawk has to suffer for this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that barrel's gotta be stopped. You know, that's happened like, so many. Because I'm there and he's like, barrel. I'm like, I gotta dodge the. Is that a laser sight? Boom! I'm like, son of a power. <laughs> the barrel's just gotta be stopped now or it won't be stopped ever. <laughs> <laughs> But you gotta just be more disruptive than him. If you can keep him, because especially if you're playing two v two v two, you gotta be more. I feel like the best builds for two v two tends to be one guy that's gonna build that meter and just make it happen, and one guy that's gonna be disruptive to the other team. And you just have to be more disruptive than Nathan Drake. You gotta get up to him. Like I, like I said, I play a lot of sack boy, so like I would run up to him. Do the wall pound, bounce him off the wall. I'm like, I know, I know this do damage, bro, but it's really irritating. And I just would just fuck with him. Well, and you have to, um, you have to look at your options. Like the barrel is the main, the AK and the barrel are Nathan Drake's two most powerful weapons. His supers we can get into, but let's be real. His supers are broken and need to be balanced. But if we're thinking about something like that you could do now, fight against Nathan Drake, his barrel has a pretty, like, instant startup. It's, the bear just fucking comes out of nowhere, you know? <laughs> it, it, it just comes out. But when he does it, he's got a good, it's got a good recovery on it. So he kicks that barrel out if you, you, you know he's going to do it. <laughs> you know he's going to kick it at you. So you set a trap for him. What I do with Hihachi, he kicks that barrel, counter right away. I don't even give a shit if he's near me. Just counter. And I just, if he's near me, I knock him on his ass and I pray to God Savage is shooting cake. But like, <laughs> you gotta, you have to anticipate that barrel and don't underestimate the barrel. Dodge it. Don't shoot. Just, just dodge it. Like, you could fly in the air. That's part of the point of this game. Just don't get near that. If he kicks the barrel, don't do one of those things where, oh, <laughs> that hit me. Please. And it's gonna hit you, dude. Get out of the way. Yeah, no, it's one of those things. You know, and I feel like, all right, we're. I feel like once we really get hardcore into this game, he won't be as much of a problem. But just coming into it as new players with a new game is maddening. Yeah, it's just like he is. That like I've never like we played this game. I have not raged so hard against that goddamn oil drum. But I feel like I'm like once we get once we get to like level 300 with our characters, we probably won't. It's like oh Nathan Drake, free pussy. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's oddly enough, this game is very difficult for new players because you're like this dude's just he's just doing shit. There's no I'm not learning anything. I'm just getting my ass kicked. I don't. There's nothing to be learned here. You know, just don't get hit by the. Ba- I'm getting hit by the barrel. Don't drown. I'm drowning. But like, if you, I mean, if you're playing it for free and free for all, I feel like you're still gonna have a goddamn good time. And the game's still like thirty bucks right now. I still say it's worth it. No, it's a great game. I just, it's a great party game, and it's there does a lot of things right. But god damn it, they're gonna balance it. <laughs> I know they're gonna balance it, but you know this this game needs a little help for new players. Is is really, you know, especially online, and that's. That's fascinating to me. That's fa- and that's so strange. You know, that- I feel like they're doing, and, and I know it sucks, but I feel like they're doing the thing where they feel like you'd be better off, you'd be happier having matches than 
waiting and not having any matches. Like any, having having matches that are that are against Justin Wong than having no matches at all. Exactly. I think I think I think their philosophy is if more people start playing, I'm betting money they'll start putting tiers in there. But like especially since the season should be over in the next couple the first season should be over in a couple of days. Words. Seasons. 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 All right. First season should be over in a couple of days. Yeah. And then I think if they have enough players, they're going to sit down and start making brackets. Yeah. But if not, they're going to stick with, like, fuck it, fight Justin Wong or nobody. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I'm hoping for. But, yeah, so Nathan Drake, anticipate the barrel. Don't underestimate him. And like Savage says, be more disruptive than him. Now, Nathan Drake was submitted by you, the people. Right? It was sent to us. That was that was a shitty Bane impression. So that's okay. <laughs> it's the it's the microphone. I can't I can't cover my mouth and, and talk at the same time because I got a headset. But it was submitted by you, the people. And if you want to submit a character of the week or you'd like to submit us a question, we're gonna do Q and A in a sec. Send us an email, keepitclassypodcast at gmail dot com. And again, this is on our our opportunity to remind you, please review us on iTunes. Check us out. Give us five stars. It's what keeps us going. Now. We got a question here from Barry Scary, and Barry Scary wants to ask, uh, he says, I really want to step up my game, but the problem is I really enjoy a broad variety of the fighting games that are out right now. My question is, does playing multiple games help improve skills on a larger scale, or are there things you can learn uh, localized to one game at a time? Thanks. Thanks very much. Ooh. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. All right, so here's here's the basics. You know what's funny? I was just talking to my roommate about this the other day. Okay. Because, like, we were talking because, you know, I, I'm, I've been hounding him to listen to the I'm like, listen to the podcast, bro. We live together, right? <laughs> so, like, and so he's like, you know, he was talking about, like, you guys talk about things that you understand innately from playing fighting games since you were a kid. Now I'm like, that's true. And it's kind of, this is kind of like one of those things, like, I could play a bunch of 2D fighting games and be okay. Cause it's just, I've been playing 2D fighting games since I was a child. Right. So, like, I, I could just do that. So if you came down to it, I could play a bunch of them and know the bare basics. Like, a 2D fighting game, you need to have these things to make it work. Or it doesn't work at all. And I understand those fundamentals. If you're just now getting into fighting games, it's the worst thing you can do to bounce around. Okay. You need to pick something. You need to pick something and fucking go for it. And once, if once you master that, once you get the basis of that game, then you can go to another 2D fighting game. But you're not going to be able to go from Street Fighter over to Tekken Tag and have it make sense. Well, Technically, it's a little easier. You're not going to be able to go from Street Fighter to Virtual Fire 5. It's not going to happen. None of it translates. Well, and I think, yeah, so here's the, so that's kind of, that's, here's, I guess, here's the thing then. So the answer is actually, uh, yes, it does, but only, yes, it, playing multiple games does, you know, there, you can you can translate things between the games and it will if you just play a lot of fighting games that are similar to each other 2D fighting games 3D fighting games you know that kind of stuff yes your skills will improve on a larger scale however 
like Savage said, unless you've been doing it's unless you've just been playing games for a long, long, long time, you're not going to notice that difference. (laughs) Like, honestly, if you want to improve quickly and you want to improve in a meaningful way, you need to pick one game to focus on. One game. And you can bounce around all you want in that game, uh, even though we don't advise that either. One game, two characters is what we really recommend. That's what we prescribe here at Keep You Classy. But... You know, yeah. I mean, if we're talking philosophically, yes. There's things that translate <laughs> between these games. Like, Virtua Fighter Five will help you be a better Tekken player. You know, yeah. like, playing Street Fighter will help you, uh, you know, be a little bit better at Street Fighter. But playing... <laughs> uh, yeah, Street Fighter doesn't really translate very well. No, playing Street Fighter helps you be a better King of Fighters player. <laughs> there. There it is. Boom. Hey, boom. Like that. So, so yeah, so there's games that translate to each other, but, you know, if you really enjoy a broad variety of fighting games, here's what I would recommend. I would recommend when you hang out with your friends, do that, do that. Play those broad variety. Keep it fresh. Keep it sexy. Have party games, you know, have parties with fighting games, love a wide variety. But if you're talking, if your goal is to improve your skills, just as a player, you focus on one game and understand what there is to learn from that game because it will translate eventually to other games. Is that, that, yeah. that so, am I making any fucking sense? No, so, yeah, it's basically the more you know about fighting game, like the more you know about that one fighting game, the more you'll be able to take from every other fighting game that you play after that. Yeah, so it's it's sort of in reverse. You know, yes, yeah. it does translate, but you're not going to you're not going to be able to read the writing on the wall until you've played one game for a while. Yes. Uh, Perfect. In, in one genre. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> pick, if you play Soul Calibur 5 and you think it's going to help you play Street Fighter, you, you got to be realistic here, bro. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, no. That's, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, oh, I know this game, like, that doesn't help you at all. Yeah. It's like, I learned how to play Star Wars, that Star Wars game on the PS1. I'm like, that will not help you at all in your Fuck, future. I love that game. Of course you did. That's a you great know, game. Was it? I got my Wookiee on. <laughs> I love that fucking game. Anyway, but yes, no, you're right. You can't, you can't compare them. But here's here is the one universal thing that is actually, uh, you know, if you're, you know, now we're getting deep into the philosophical part of this here as before we finish up. Uh, the one thing that multiple all fighting games will teach you is how to be humble. And how to dedicate yourself to something. And how to lose. All of those, all fighting games will teach you those things. Doesn't matter what they are or who you play them with. Each of those games will teach you how to deal with loss and hardship. It will teach you how to deal with triumph. And it will teach you how to dedicate yourself to something you want. That's what all fighting games do at a very basic level. So, at the very, at the basics, fighting games are like dating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. Ooh, you just described so many relationships. <laughs> yeah, you can date you can date one but th- then if you think about it like that, you can date one girl, but not too long. If you date too long, you're gonna forget what dating is like. <laughs> it, yeah. Uh but anyway, so so that's that's thank you, Barry Scary. I hope that helps. Uh before we go, we're gonna read a review from one of our from one of our, our, our lovely folks on uh on iTunes. So Steamy Robot Love. He says, best fighting game podcast. Oh, that's pretty good. 
That's pretty good. Oh, that's the review. That's done. That's it. <laughs> no. Sold. Sold. It's, I want to uh, send him a cake. <laughs> it's, he says, Ultra David may have more knowledge. James Chen may have more experience. But no one has the rapport that Pac Bell and Savage do when it comes to discussing the inner workings of fighting games. Great show, guys. Hope to hear more in the months to come. Well, that's kind of an indirect way of saying we're retarded. But... <laughs> There's people better than you. There's well, they, every... <laughs> well, they don't fail like you two do. Yeah, speaking of dating, why is she dating that ugly dude? Eh, maybe he's funny. <laughs> I've been the funny guy. Yeah, maybe we're funny. <laughs> what a you know fuck what? this guy. <laughs> I fought hard to be the funny guy. I'll take that. Thank you, Steamy Robot Loves. <laughs> I fought hard to be the funny guy. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. Uh, you know, again, check us out on iTunes, five stars, review us, rate us. And we'd love to hear from you guys. Again, email, keep it classy, podcast at gmail.com. So, Savage, why don't you sign us off? Oh, wait, wait. Before I sign off, I got oh, okay. right. I to I I I give a shout out. All right. I give a shout out to Shoryuken yeah. for, helping, for helping me try and put this shit together for, this, for Arcana Heart 3. And I got to give a shout out. To anybody that has updated the Arcana Heart 3 wiki, you are my hero. <laughs> you have helped me so much. I just... And then, and then one more shout-out to... Oh, and their website isn't even up right now. But what is back, air-iair-dash.com had a guide on fucking Arcana Heart 3 to help me kind of get started. Oh, my God. So... I want to just shout out to all of you, and I want to say, stay sexy. We'll catch you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>